The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! Field, exploding down the sideline. This is Hanging with the Boys, presented by Wingstop, where flavor gets its wings. Now, your hosts, Jesse Holly, Kurt Daniels, and Nate Newton. What's going on? Happy Tuesday. I'm getting right to it, Big Nate. That's the Tostito Championship Plaza outside in front of the Fourth Center. It's hot. It's, it's not hot outside. It's cold outside. It's 66 degrees. You, Nate, I'm Jesse. Together we are hanging with the boys. The sports equivalent talk of Braille. People feel us when we speak. Uh, we're done with that. Let's get talking to what happened today. Woo-wee. This segment is brought to you by Wingstop, where flavor gets his wings. And we got us a big chicken, bacon, <laughs> Ham hog, brother. Collard greens, yeah. cornbread. He got his own seat at the end of the dining room table on Thanksgiving. We got. I know his cholesterol is well above what it's supposed to be. Wow. All wow. of those things. We got us a big greasy in the house. The Cowboys just traded for Jonathan Hankins. Is it Hankins? Hankins? Yes. Hankins? Yes, sir. From I see like, is, is the Oakland Raiders the only team that will do business with us? Yeah, they it, are. No one else will do, will do business with us <laughs> right. but the Oakland Raiders. But the Cowboys make a trade for that big, fat, nasty, mm-hmm. just greasy. Right. They, I guess they must have watched a little bit of Monday Night Football last night, and they said, oh, Chicago ran for 200-something yards last night. They <laughs> – we, we might need to address a situation that we have. And uh, compensation for that pick, uh, Hankins, and a 2024 seventh-round pick uh, is coming to the Cowboys for just a six-round pick. So the Cowboys get Jonathan Hankins and a 2024 seventh-round pick, and we send to Oakland a 2023 six-round pick. I'm going to get out the way because I am under 250 pounds, and I am going to allow a person who was at one point in time in his playing career the upwards of 300 pounds talk about this big greasy that we now have in Dallas. And, and we, 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 I did a little something with the show before, and uh, Chris came with uh, with some great stats. Chris Beam here, our producer. And uh, what I uh, what he was what led the team last year, Chris, in tackles with the with this same team. He started 14 games, mm-hmm. had 38 tackles. He was started with the Giants, and I remember. Yeah, him I remember him Giants. as well. Yeah, we couldn't move him. Yeah, he he played well. Now I think he's 30 years old. Uh, he's fell, fall, fallen out of favor with uh, the with the uh, Las Vegas Raiders, but. This is gonna be new. This can be new life. He's gonna only play first and second down, mm. uh, the, uh, and, and in run situations, you know how Quinn is. He has uh, envisioned yep. this, and so they're 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 gonna ask him, "Hey man, this is what we're gonna need from you." And 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 I'm quite sure leaving a team that with one or two wins, maybe three, coming to a team that's with five or six wins, I'm quite sure he. He's gonna go show the world. He's back in the East, baby. Yeah, he's back way. He's almost back home. So and, and, here and we go. At this position, you know, I'm not looking him for him to be, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, what he was in his 20s. No, honest, no, don't say that. No, no. Here's, here's, let, let me finish. I, I'm not gonna let you finish. I'm not gonna. I need for you say. to be what you was in when you're 20s. He's not. 
He is. I need you to be fat. I need nah. you to be fat. We have enough guys around you where I just need you to be fat. Be in the middle. Be a clogger. Be a, be a, be, be, be a person that they got a double team. Take up two blocks. Because if you don't, take don't up two blocks. Don't no, do no, no, no. Don't do that, Miss Hankins. We had Dontario Poe. He was no, just that fat. Was, no, 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 no. He, he was just fat. He was movable. He was just be fat. fat and unmovable. Thank you, thank you. Now I can go with you. Okay, be fat, fat and, and unmovable. unmovable. Yes. This other dude was yes. fat and it's sliding just, on yeah, donut no, greases. No, 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 no. Yeah. I, no, don't be that. Don't okay. don't do what Ontario Poe did. Uh, but you know, this comes in in a, in a space where a lot of us thought in the game on Sunday when you had a kind of a semi healthy scratch of Neville Gallimore. Now some are reporting that it's it's a wrist injury that mm-hmm. he may be dealing with. So wow. Other people are saying that maybe he fell out of favor a little bit with Dan Quinn in his rotation. Right. Whatever the cause may be, whatever the cause may be, I'm I, I'm I'm going to applaud the front office. I, I'm going to applaud the front office, and I know many people don't do that. And I know someone tweeted me, Big Ron tweeted me, and he like this is an indictment on the front office. No, it's not. It's not. Th- this is. It's not an indictment. I agree 100%. Because I agree 100%. They thought they had some they thought they had some guys in Neville Gallimore and 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 Osa and and uh, uh who did they just bring up Patrick Watkins yeah. and a couple of guys up front. And you know what? They still have a really good defense and maybe they just thought, you know what? This is not working how we envisioned it. So when something is not working how you envisioned it in the past, They've stayed with the whole, well, we're just going to keep going and going and going and going, and then we'll figure it out later. No, they said, okay, we've seen two really good running teams, and from the looks of it, we've kind of got a little bit pushed around in the middle of this defense and given up some significant rushing yards. Gave up almost, almost five yards of carry last week against the Detroit Lions. And you look at coming up against the Bears, and, you know, this is a copycat league going forward. Teams are going to try to run the football. And if you're able to collapse that middle, then that, that leaves your wings, your, your edges to be uh, able to get to the basket, to the basket, to the, to the ball carrier quicker. They looked at this and said, we need to make an adjustment. They called around. They saw a guy that they liked. And they said, we're going to give us a 340-pound dude who has some athleticism. He can move around a little bit. And we're going to upgrade our defensive line. So I applaud the front office. I, I applaud the front office for the ability to say, hey, Here's what it is, man. We we messed up a little bit, but now, you know, now we're facing now 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 we're now we're willing to say we messed up, but we're going to correct it. I'm with you 100, percent brother Jess. I mean, uh, I, I tell you like this: you you brought it up yesterday. Remember you said, "Hey, right now, if our offense stayed the way it's at, scoring 18 points a game, what's well, the first thing you would do? Yeah, I would go out and get me a bit greasy, a veteran, mm-hmm. bit greasy that a proven and shown that he can stop the run. And, and and a lot of times I think we get caught up, like Big Bohannon and, and Gallimore, you know, they get caught up in pass rush. Brother, what's going to keep you in the league is, is shutting down that run and uh, getting yourself some sacks. Because I think what his second year in the league, Hankins, you know, when he was a young 20-year-old, like you said, he got like seven, eight sacks. Mm-hmm. Well, we, like you say, we ain't looking for your cellmate sacks. We're looking for – we want to see Van Der Esch run through scot-free. We yeah. want to see Barr run through scot-free. You know, they ain't going to stop the, 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 the alien. alien no way. He going to yeah. run – you know what I'm saying? Right. But I'm just saying, this is 
if we can have that, if, say, we give up 90 yards a game rushing and that's our average. I wouldn't give up less than that. But thank you, Chris. I appreciate this. But the Cowboys, again, this is why I'm going to applaud the front office. The Cowboys did a little bit of self-evaluating. Yes, they did, man. And they looked ahead. And they said, what is on the horizon for the Cal- yeah. Dallas Cowboys? What- right, right. Oh, according to Todd Archer, the Cowboys face in the future, top. The, they face the top four rushing offenses in the league. Starting next week, Chicago, the number one rush offense in the league. The Giants, the number two offense in the league. Got to play the Eagles again, the number six currently rushing offense in the league. Oh, by the way, Jaguars are in there, the number ninth rushing offense in the league. Wow. Rushing away. So you're talking about running backs, Dalvin Cook, uh, Derrick Henry, Jonathan Taylor. Yes. Like, that's what you have to face in the future. And the Cowboys said, we ain't slipping up. We ain't giving up no more ground to no one else. And so they're going to – they address that with bringing in big Jonathan Hankins. And, and, and we don't know what he's going to be. Our hope and prayer is he's not going to be what he was in his 20s. No, we're not asking not. him to be. But if you can – and I love the way you put that. He's going to play first and second down. Yeah, yeah. And Dan yeah. Quinn has done a great job with rotational players and saying, hey, first and second down – you get in there and doing what you got to do because if they get third and six and seven and eight and nine, right, ten, right, right, big boy, I want you to come watch what I'm gonna watch because I'm gonna unleash these other dogs on them and they get after the quarterback well. So you do your job first and second down, and then I can go sick them. Let these boys go get them on third down. And I think that is a that is a tremendous, 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 tremendous pickup for the Cowboys. Uh, and when you look at what we are up front now, you look at uh, Hankins is 340, Bohanna is 330, Carlos Watkins is 305. So now you got three sub uh, – uh, uh, so not sub. You got Tristan, three. We forgot about oh, Tristan. Is, three, is he over three? Yeah, Tristan over three. So you got he four guys. He may not guys. look like it, but he is. So you got four guys over 300 pounds. And yeah. If you're going to be, if you're going to make your defense, and I think that's the the last area we and we agree, the last yeah. area of this defense where the Cowboys really struggled. That we we we're fine on the back end. If you keep trying to throw at Diggs, he'll keep intercepting it. Deploy Michael wherever you want to deploy him. But now, and on the way back as well is Demone Clark, mm-hmm. Jabril Cox. Yeah. So you're adding more speed to this mix, and if you have a big guy like that up front. And keep Van Der Esch and Barr and Cox. And that'll make them young guys more confident. Yeah. Yeah, when they, go when, when they ain't got to fight through that through them bodies, man. That'll make them more. But, Jesse, I'm telling you, man, uh, that that is – that's big, bro. That's huge. That's big. And I hope he – Literally. Play. Literally. I hope, yeah, I hope big he play huge. like we feel. That's huge. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> wow. And the Cowboys also added I, I lost it earlier, but they also added another defensive back mm-hmm. with the with the loss of Jordan Lewis to okay. his foot surgery. Uh he'll be out for the rest of the year. Um I, I had it earlier and I don't know where it went, but the Cowboys added a uh, uh a cornerback. Um so they're they're now that may be a little bit of an indictment. If you want to add an indictment, because you went and got a guy like Kelvin Joseph. Now Kelvin Joseph doesn't play the slot. Deron Bland will move into the slot and play. But you would have hoped at some point in time that Kelvin Joseph would have been a much more rotational guy in that mix. Uh, but Jordan Lewis is out. They picked up another guy. I'm going to find it. It's going to come up on my timeline sooner or later. Uh, but the Cowboys are making moves, man. We, 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 this team is not known to go out and make moves like this, sign free agents, trade for players like this. You know, of course, they did the Mark Cooper thing last year, but 
I, I gotta I gotta go ahead and applaud this front yes, office. Yes, I'm man. with you. I'm, I gotta, I'm I gotta with applaud. Kudos. I saw yeah. uh, Mr. Stephen Jones walking through the hallways yesterday. I caught him outside, uh, and 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 he was he was in the move. He was moving, and I guess yeah. so he was going to make the deal. So to Stephen, Jerry, to Will McClay, all those guys up front, man. This one, and I hope it works. I hope it I hope it hits with all spades, man. Wow. We got we got to applaud you on. Uh, on that one. All right, so let's take a break. Uh, we're going to have Computer in the second segment. We're going to get his thoughts on this, get his thoughts on Dak coming back and and, and, and get him on up out of here. Uh, and we'll continue to talk about the Cowboys, uh, what they're doing. And, and you and I will talk about, because we brought this up in the, pre, the pre-show, Dan Quinn has the heart and the mind and the pockets of the Joneses. And okay. it's making me okay. a little bit hesitant okay. on who I thought the new head coach was going to be around oh, yeah. here in Dallas. All right. Okay. You guys All stay right. with us, man. Jonathan Hankins traded from the Raiders to the Cowboys. They got their big boy. They finally wanted their big, greasy, cholesterol-eating, cornbread-eating, big boy in the middle. Stay right here with us. We'll be right back to talk more about Cowboy football. Hang with the boys. I'm Dak Prescott, quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. Blockchain.com is one of the most trusted ways to buy, sell, and trade crypto. Whether you're always on the go or stay closer to home, Blockchain.com is just a few taps away. Put the power of crypto in your pocket so no matter where you are, you can trade on your terms and build a crypto portfolio to fit your life. For crypto pros, rookies, and anyone in between, Blockchain.com makes it easy to own a piece of the future. Blockchain.com, trusted by millions, trusted by America's team. SeatGeek has your back no matter what kind of fan you are. So whether you're a diehard fan or a don't-really-care fan, a we-got-em-next-time fan or we'll-never-win-again fan, a here-for-the-tailgate fan or a first-one-through-the-gates fan, SeatGeek not only makes buying and selling tickets easier than ever before, they made just about everything else easier, too. So whether you're a here-every-week fan or haven't been here in years fan, SeatGeek has you covered. Download the SeatGeek app today. SeatGeek, your ticket to great seats. Star Sports Tours is the only official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, offering exclusive game weekend travel packages with pregame sideline access and photo ops with current players, cheerleaders, and Cowboy legends. Want to stay at a team hotel? Attend the best tailgate party in Texas? Tour the star and talk X's and O's with me, Everson Walls, with Star Sports Tours, you can. Visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want, great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yokiero, Yokiero guacamole. Back to Hanging with the Boys. Welcome back to Hanging with the Boys, where we're breaking down the Cowboys from what they did last Sunday, beating the Detroit Lions, but also getting you ready for the Chicago Bears. You saw them last night on Monday Night Football. Looked pretty impressive. Yes. 
Justin Fields yeah. looked pretty good last night. Went up, went on the road, and 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 got after it. Scored thirty three points. Why do teams all of a sudden get get? They want to get freaky when they got to come play us. Like I don't know, man. Oh, you go. They ain't scored thirty three points all year long, and then they go out and score thirty three points on the road yeah. against a Bill Belichick led uh, defense. They'll be here next week. Uh, if you had not heard, the Cowboys made a trade for Jonathan Hankins. Uh, they sent. A 2023 seven-round pick, uh, and in return they get Jonathan Hankins in a future uh, late-round pick. They also acquired Kendall Sheffield. Uh, he is he's another one of Dan Quinn's old players. I tell young guys this all the time, and some believe me and some don't believe right. me. Be kind to your coaches, to your position coaches, to your special teams coaches, because eventually those position coaches – they either go to get other jobs, they either become coordinators, they become head coaches, and eventually, if you've done right by them and done your job, a lot of those guys want to bring guys with them that know their system. So this is another example of Dan Quinn reaching back to his Atlanta days and bringing a guy like Kendall Sheffield over and was signed to the practice squad, just adding a little bit more cornerback depth, slot cornerback depth for the Cowboys as they try to maneuver this situation with Jordan Lewis being out for the, significant, for the rest of the season with a foot injury. On the phone right now, we have a friend of the show. We got our boy 3-6 Mafia Computer. Computer, what's up, brother? How you doing, man? What's up? What's up? What's up? How y'all doing? We're doing, man. Uh, First things first, I want to get your reaction from Sunday's game against the Detroit Lions and how do you think – you can give a grade, A, B, C, D, whatever you want to give on how do you think Dak Prescott performed in his return from the thumb injury? I think he was in his head in the first first half, which I give him probably a C, C minus. Uh, once after the halftime, he came back out, and he seemed like he realized that he ain't got to do too much, and he quit listening to the news and listen to his brother talking about letting four go. No, man, it ain't, it ain't about you, Dak. It's about the team. So I give him a B for the second half. Okay, so overall, that's what? If you gave him a B for the C+. C+, plus. C plus, uh, hey, that's right around the time I gave him a C+, plus, and I wouldn't even argue people that said it was a B, it was a B minus. Uh, have you heard the recent news of the Cowboys and, and their trade? Yeah, I was sitting in my sitting in my cousin's grandma pad. I was sitting in the room and got alert on my phone. <laughs> I started smiling. Everybody looked at me like, "You supposed to be sad right now." <laughs> I'm, you, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to DT. I gotta go. I gotta go do hanging with the boys. You, I'll see y'all later. <laughs> you locked in the Cowboys at all time, even at funerals. You gotta love. <laughs> yeah. You gotta love yeah, that right that, there. Yeah, because remember last year during when we got in the fight with uh with Bones and Thug that night. I was watching the game on stage. Oh, on the versus? Yeah, on the versus, man. We played that Thursday <laughs> night game in the versus that Thursday night. I had my phone and my uh, iPad over there watching the game on the, right there by the on the speaker right there while they was performing. That's, that's why I went out jumping around on stage. That's funny. Then, yeah. By the time the game went off, that's when the fight broke out. So I was I was ready to eat. Now we'd have lost. It wouldn't have been no more versus that night because I'd have cleared that whole oh. stage out. <laughs> oh, wow. All right, so 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 give wow. me your thoughts, man. Give me your thoughts, Cowboys. Are, are they? Do the Cowboys see themselves as really like, all right, now we're, we, we're contenders. This this really makes us contenders. Do you see the Cowboys that way? Yeah, I do because I think uh, the problem with, like, I, th- I think so. Because I think Steven, like you said, Dan Quinn, if he wants something, he ain't got to do the walking Steven off. Steven ain't, 
ain't dropping no bag for nobody but Dan Quinn. So you you can write about them. So I can't wait to see what you're going to say about that. But they seen, they self-scouted, which McCarthy does. I mean, McCarthy had them two big boys up there with him when he won his Super Bowl right there in that middle. So they did some self-scouting and set old Gallimore down. He was just that kid from Africa, man. He don't know nothing about getting hit in the mouth. You know what I'm saying? He just <laughs> Stop. He just, Stop. Stop, boy. For real, man. Come on now. You got you got to come down inside where you ate some red dirt or something, man. You don't know how to play in that middle like that, man. You can't just, you know, you can't be walking on that sand, man. You got to come on some hard dirt, man. Well, you know, you hit your foot on that ground and don't hey, move. Man. That's what you got to be, man. Okay. All right. All right. Move on. <laughs> nice way to say he just, yeah. he just like, you know, it just ain't in him. You know, he good. But we got to have some nasty monsters in that middle that can sit down and, and keep them linebackers. Let them run free, man. We ain't trying to get ran on. I hear you. Bro. All right, give me give me your preview for the Cowboys uh, lining up this Sunday at AT and T Stadium against the Chicago Bears. Did you watch them last night? What are your thoughts on that team? And you know, is this a situation where the Cowboys are they going to be locked in and focused, or are they going to be kind of like you know, it's just Chicago and the bye week is right after that? The, the I think, I think they'll be. I'm sorry, I mean, I think they're going to be locked in because, see, last week, we played that team last week. They had a bye. And then we played on the East Coast. And then they get home to 4 o'clock in the morning. And then basically wasn't no practice Monday. So we had a late start, and they was tired a little bit. And then that coming back and all that emotion and stuff like that, it just – it just. but this week they're going to come out there pipped up ready to roll. Because I'm glad Chicago won. They would have lost. They'd have been like, ah, oh, you know, it's just Chicago. But now they got to come out there and be ready to go. You know what I'm saying? Because – People going to be picking Chicago, so they always play good when they face with some little adversity, with some team supposed to be hot when they come in, they supposed to be the new shiny toy, I'm, which I'm glad they won, so I think we're going we're gonna to be all right. All right, computer brother, we appreciate you, man. You can go back oh, in. Oh, yeah, and, one, one more thing. They're okay, they, okay. they getting y'all clothes ready to go right now. Okay. Uh, Paul out on tour. He'll be there in December, so we all going to come in town. I want y'all to come out to the show. We we'll have y'all your own section and stuff like that. Okay. And then also, just I made you some some stuff for your merch store. Okay. And Nate, I made you a couple shirt designs too. Okay, brother. So thank uh, you. I'm gonna get them sent over to you within the next couple of days. I did some real cool stuff. So y'all can just have the stuff and sell on your store. Y'all don't own nothing. It's on the house. Okay. So uh, just appreciate y'all. Y'all have a wonderful day, and thank you so much for letting me come in and talk. All right, brother. And we sorry for the loss of, uh, of of your homeboy's grandma, man. So give him give, yeah, she, give was 90, my... she was ninety eight years old. Miss Miss Luveta Shannon, boy, she could sing too. Ooh, we love it, Miss, Miss Luveta. We thoughts and prayers to yes. you and that family. All right, computer brother, holla Computer you, love. Thank y'all. Peace. Yeah. And, and while I'm in the while I'm in the mode of of, of giving some shout outs, I forgot to do this the other day. Okay. Uh, shout out to my boy uh, Chris Brown, C Breezy, not that Chris Brown, but my, my other guy, Chris Brown. Uh, his lady Danielle, she just recently had a birthday. I was supposed to shout them out yesterday, and I forgot about that. Also, I was supposed to shout out Anna yesterday. Um, so. Shout out to all of you guys, man. We appreciate you so much for always being listeners of Hanging with the Boys. Happy belated birthday to CB's wifey, Danielle. So, uh, yeah, we got a little bit more time, man. So where do you want to go, Nate? You, you want to talk more about this, Hankins? Yeah, well, okay, yes. We, we know our run defense. That, that is the scary thing. But you know what? Uh, you know what, man? I was thinking about C.D. Lamb. And I'm thinking about, about Gallup. You know, I'm thinking, uh, you know, Jalen Tober was a part of this. I'm thinking about number 85, Noah, Noah Brown. Brown. You know, 
uh, we went out and got that big, ugly, greasy, man. And I want to just know what you think about these wide receivers. Is that the next move? Is you know, yes. is that a possibility? Or, or do you set Pat another game or two to see? No, I, I think I think the ne- if, if you're looking to make moves for the Cowboys, I think going and get another number two. Like, he has to be a number two. Right, right. He can't be less than Noah Brown. Right. Like, he has to be less than CeeDee Lamb and maybe at one point in time a number one. For example, a guy who's probably been traded – the most in the National Football League and has had the most thousand-yard season. A guy like Brandon Cooks, right. who's in is in Houston right now and is looking to be, they're looking to, to trade him as well. You go get a guy like Brandon Cooks, who go look at Brandon Cooks' stats. No matter where he's been, he's, he's been, been in New yeah. Lanes, he's been in the Saints, he's been yeah. in the Patriots, he's been in Houston, he's been in uh, somewhere else. Everywhere that he's gone, he's he's recorded a thousand plus yard season. So this is the kind of guy you go get him. He has the ability to take the top off with his speed. He can run routes. You add that to the mix. Um, and I changed my tune. I, I would, I would consider seriously consider changing my tune about the Cowboys being a Super Bowl contender. Yeah. Yeah. If you go, if you go get, if you go and get another receiver, cause I don't think Michael Gallup is right. I don't, I, I, you know, De, uh, uh, Kellen Moore came out and he said, you know, he had two targets and no catches in that game. And he said, I have to do a better job of getting Michael Gallup the football. Michael Gallup also has to do a better job of getting open. Right. And and one of the things that I've seen since the return of his injury, mm-hmm. and we spoke about this, is he doesn't have he doesn't have the burst that he that he had before the injury. And right. I think that may come back, but it may take a little while. But him getting in and out of breaks, like that part, he just doesn't confidently have yet. And if in anything that requires him to start, stop, and start again, he is struggling with. And and that's tough. That's a tough place to be in this league where these these cornerbacks are so athletic. They're so versatile. They're so quick. They get out of their break so quick. And everything has to be a contested catch because you just can't create the separation. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if the if, if the front office is listening, uh, you know, it took us a couple years to go and get go get us a big greasy. But hey, if they're in the if they're in the mood of spending, then I say keep spending, keep trading, keep going to get picks, and try your best to go get a, a bona fide number two receiver. I'm with you there, man. I just I think about that. Uh, C.D. Lamb is still growing. Dak is back for the first week, you know, so now we got another week. And how long will you think it would take for them to start clicking as a as a unit, as a wide receiver unit? Let's say the offensive line does his job and give Dak these opportunities that he needs to get this, this, this thing back, man. Well, how long will this thing take to get back to be one unit? Yeah. It all starts with Dak, and the sucky part is that, you know, he had the kind of filler-out game this week. You hope that he continues to to, to build on that. Right. The sad part about it is you go into the bye. And this is the interesting thing because Dak hasn't been played all year long. He played three quarters in week one and hadn't played the rest of the week. So he might be a guy that's like, hey, guys, I need to still get some work on. But CD is like, hey, bro, I literally played seven, eight weeks. I want to get away. Right. You know, and, and, and that's gonna be that's gonna be an interesting thing when you look wow. at that. Right? Because you wanna help your quarterback, but I also wanna get a break too. 
I don't want to spend my whole off my whole bye week running routes because you need to get back in rhythm. But, but now, conversely, I it'll help. I understand what you're saying. Mm-hmm. As as, but see that, see Mike Irvin would have been like, "Yo, man, do you want to? Yeah, different okay. era. All right." Different era. <laughs> it is. It's a different era. I hate to even bring that up. I, I hate to bring that up. It's a different era. If, if this was – you're absolutely right. Michael would have been like, yo, Troy, let's go. Like, I need to get my numbers up. You just – let's go. Right. But these guys think of football differently, man. They they almost think about football at, at times as secondary. Okay. Okay. And, I just I, – CD, man, stay with him a week. You know, if Dak want to get some work, you know, because – you can say all you want. Him, the kid that we like coming out, uh, who they re-signed, you know, they cut and then re That kid is not going to play. Tobert is not going to play. The guys that are going to play is C.D. Lamb, Noah Brown, and Michael Gallup. And, and get that extra work. I mean, I know t- it's against air, but get that extra work. And on top of that, you know, we've heard the reports that um, C.D. Lamb, he dealt with the hip injury, right? He hurt his hip. So, is he going to look at that and say, bro, I'm just trying to get off my legs for a little bit. I ain't trying to go out there and run routes on this break. I, I need to get – I need. but this is this is the era that we're talking about now. We're not talking about the guys who thought football was life and, and everything else was secondary. Nah, guys look around now like, I got this going, that going, this going, this going. I'll get to football. You know, football may fund it all, but it, it, ain't, it ain't the end-all, be-all. That that is the approach that a until lot of you these young cut. athletes, yeah. And until you get cut, or, <laughs> yeah. or when you're on the tail end of your career, now yeah. you want to start doing things that you should have been doing in the first half of your career, and you rely just on athleticism. We have, we see some players like that uh, all the time. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be very interesting. All right, we're going to take our final break. We're going to come back. I still want to pose the question: When you look at all of the signings that the Cowboys have done, we can date this thing back even until. It, the mini camp, that kind right. of era, it's been on the defense side of the ball. Dan Quinn has the heart, the mind, and the pockets of the Joneses. And it's made me hesitate about how and what I think about who will be the next head coach for the Dallas Cowboys. You think that something, you think something different, <laughs> that and more. And come back that with the and boys. more, because it's going to be on you, dog. I want to hear it. Yeah. Yes, sir. Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want, great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yokiero, Yokiero guacamole. SeatGeek has your back no matter what kind of Cowboys fan you are. So whether you're a diehard fan or a don't really care fan, a we got them next time fan or we'll never win again fan, a here for the tailgate fan or a first one through the gates fan, SeatGeek not only makes buying and selling tickets easier than ever before, they made just about everything else easier too. So whether you're a here every week fan or haven't been here in years fan, SeatGeek has you covered. Download the SeatGeek app today. SeatGeek, your ticket to great Dallas Cowboys seats. I'm Dak Prescott, quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. Blockchain.com is one of the most trusted ways to buy, sell, and trade crypto. Whether you're always on the go or stay closer to home, Blockchain.com is just a few taps away. Put the power of crypto in your pocket so no matter where you are, you can trade on your terms and build a crypto portfolio to fit your life. 
For crypto pros, rookies, and anyone in between, Blockchain.com makes it easy to own a piece of the future. Blockchain.com, trusted by millions, trusted by America's team. Hey, Cowboys fans, if you're thinking about attending a game this season, visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. Stay at the team hotel, have dinner with a Cowboys legend, and experience AT&T Stadium's exclusive VIP Owners Club. Also, tour the star, get autographs from your favorite players, and talk X's and O's with me, Mickey Spagnola. The official travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys will take care of all your travel needs. Visit CowboysTravel.com. Back to hanging with the boys. Welcome back to hanging with the boys on this tasteful Tuesday. And I say tasteful because we got us a big boy. Uh, this is Hanging with the Boys. He is Nate Newton. I am Jesse Holly. This segment is brought to you by Blockchain, blockchain.com. Also, the Halloween Spooktacular. Celebrate <laughs> spooky season this Saturday, October 29th at the Halloween Spooktacular at the Star, presented by Momentum Re- Realty. Real, I can't even say the Realty. word. There we go. Uh, come dress in your Halloween's best while you and your family trick or trunk uh, then headed to the Star District for live music, spooky games, gifts, treats, and more. The event takes place from 3 to 7 p.m. For more information, visit thestardistrict.com. So, Nate, we were saying out of the last break, Dan Quinn has been able to come in and put his finger, thumb, foot print on this football team to the point that this team has literally changed its identity. You and I have been around, Chris, you've been around around this organization for a very long time. The Cowboys have infamously, notoriously, been an offensive-minded organization. Their coaches and hires have been offensive-minded coaches. Even when they had Bill Parcells, it was still about getting guys like T.O. and Tony Romo. and It it was still in that realm of we're going to be an offensive-minded team. We're going to spend money. When I was here, they signed Roy Williams to a massive uh, contract, and Miles Austin got money, and they brought in Felix Jones. A bunch of players, but it was always offensive-minded. Even when they went first round for DeMarcus Ware in the draft, it was still like, yeah, we're going to give you all that, but we're going to be an offensive-minded team. They shifted. This team has now become, hey, offense, y'all just drive the bus. Defense, we getting behind y'all. And a lot of that has come on the shoulders of Dan Quinn, the defensive coordinator. We know that he, he, he flirted around a little bit last year. And then Jerry said, come on back. Come on back to daddy. Come come on back to zaddy. Come back to zaddy, Jerry. I'm going to give you a little bit more money. I'm going to give you a little Mm -hmm. bit more, a little bit more leeway. Mm -hmm. And you look at what the Cowboys have done. They're almost their entire draft. When you look at the the number of picks, they went and got the tackle early on and you got Jalen Tolbert. Everyone else was defense. You got Micah Parsons. I mean, you 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 set yourself up defensively. And now, to to Dan Quinn's credit, it has paid and showed dividends tenfold. This is one of the top three defenses in the National Football League. It has won us an, 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 a, a probably hell all the games this year. <laughs> uh, and, and and now you add 
Sheffield to the mix as a guy that's signed to the practice squad for depth. But the big signing is now you go and get your big 340-pound Jonathan Hankins. I was, and I, and I still do believe this. I don't believe it as strongly anymore, I will say there, Nathaniel. I just knew when they gave my boy Freaky Mike his walking papers that as soon as he, as soon as they kicked him off the property, they had already had Sean Payton on the phone. Mm. They had found <clears throat> compensation to send to New Orleans for whatever they got to do, but Sean Payton was going to be the next head coach of the Dallas Cowboys. I thought they were setting the table, getting draft picks, saving up some money so you can go out there and get all the things that you need. But I'm, I'm changing. Dan Quinn and, and, and the Joneses are, I, I like to say they're emotional people. They go off emotions. And I, I feel like they have a lot of love for Dan Quinn, like like son love, mm-hmm. almost like Jason Garrett type son love. Right. And I now do not feel as confident that the next head coach will be Sean Payton, but I'm a little bit leaning towards the next head coach just might be Dan Quinn. Hmm. That's good, man. I mean, I'm glad you feel that way. I mean, uh, all the things you said is is hit. Uh, it resonates with the fans. It resonates with everybody that's listening. You're making great logic. I mean, yes. I mean, uh, the, the next head coach will be uh, Mike McCarthy. So you think? All right. Let's. Okay. You threw a little. You threw a little. 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 Little, <laughs> little curveball in yeah. there. So. So you think Mike? You think Mike McCarthy survives this season? Yes, I do. So that means you think the Cowboys will make a deep Super Bowl type playoff run? I'm thinking they will get to the second round and win and get into the NFC Championship game. Are they at least so that's two the wins. second round? They will at least be into the second round. Yes, they will. I, I just think this this here. You look at the, the entire league, the AFC, they have three teams that are bringing the heat, and I'm just waiting on one of them to crank up, and that's Cincinnati. You know, but the other two, Joe Kansas Burr, City. He, st- he started the engine last <laughs> yeah. week. He had 500 yards <laughs> yeah. passing yeah. last week or something like yeah. that. Kansas City and, and Buffalo mm-hmm. are, are, are the front runners. And I'm thinking, like I say, you know, you, you Joe Burrow's going to crank it up. Uh, but it's only it's only three or four teams in in the NFC, and two of them and two of them resides in there with us in the East that are doing well at this time. We don't know what down the road, but right now the Eagles and the Giants are playing the best football. Uh, I don't know who the next best team is. Just more than what I see here out here on the field, and and until I see Dak with the receivers a little bit more, I won't know how good the Cowboys is. We know how great their defense is, but not how great our offense can be. So uh, it's only two teams I'm putting ahead of us. And as I'm missing somebody, which is Philadelphia and New York, is anybody else I'm missing, Jess? Uh, I mean, you know, you don't never know what the Niners will end up being. Yes, we'll, we'll, yeah. Well, the Rams figure it out, right, and, right. and Seattle's playing some good football. Oh, yes, sir. Uh, up yeah. there with Geno Smith, and so there, there, there are some that are on the cusp, and and reluctantly, you still and you look at the games, you just go, maybe Father Thomas finally caught up, but somehow, some way, you still go. We'll I, see. Do I want to see Aaron Rodgers in a one game right. scenario? Do I want to see Tom Brady in a one game playoff situation scenario? Because. They're still. They are. They are until you knock them off. Until you knock them. There you go. Yeah. You know. My my thing is, Coach McCarthy, and I and I get a lot of different opinions that be 
up here, I mean in the bottom of the barrel mm-hmm. on coach. But from what I'm looking at, from the day we hired this dude, the only time he's really made me uh, just look and, and fold up is when he said he's going to let Kellum be the offensive coordinator. Now, you know, I went on for months and months and months. But he has not changed his demeanor, how he thinks. He's put his foot down. He's, he's stepped up when he's had to. He defends his prayer when need to, get on them when have to. He's not changed. Okay. And that's the consistency that I've been searching for. So let me throw this cover ball yes. back at you. Then if you're saying that Mike McCarthy is going to be the, the – the, the yeah. continue to be the, the head football coach in there, then you're ready to lose – Dan Quinn to another football team. That that is how it may have to become to that. Okay, it may I, have to come to that. Because I, I find yeah. it very hard to believe that. Because you look around the league and you're saying, okay, the Denver job will probably be up for it'll uh, be open up for sale. Yeah. Um. The the depending on how they turn the season around, maybe the the Chargers job will be up for sale. Um. I, I know that is. A, I mean, there, everybody there are, there are you name. Let me let me let me give Atlanta, a rebuttal. Atlanta, let uh, me give a rebuttal. Indi- Indianapolis. M- m- mention your first team, Denver. If, if, and if, they wanted him. They they brought him in last let year. Let me say this right here. If, if, if Russell Wilson don't change, he ain't going there. This man ain't going to step into another bad quarterback situation. Maybe not so, but new ownership in Denver. New ownership in Denver. And you can be new as you want to, and if that quarterback. Ain't doing its job. You gonna be sitting there like, man. I was sitting in heaven down there with that with that killer, and here I am over here in Denver trying to figure out why they won't run the ball so Russell Wilson can be a better quarterback. But do you not think that Dan Quinn is sit atop it at his position and go, man, I sure he, do want. Yeah, but crack I'm saying when thing, you man. mention the Chargers, I he gone right. If I'm the Chargers, I'm like, yes, this is our man because you they have the quarterback. I think. Next guy, um, Indianapolis. They're looking for a quarterback. I, There'll be two. They'll, you look at you look at the draft, and you say the kid uh, C.J. Stroud from mm-hmm. Ohio State, and, yeah, uh, he nice, uh, uh, and Young from yeah. Alabama, he nice. And there'll there'll be some more that we probably haven't even really heard of that that we'll see at the Senior Bowl and so on and so forth that'll emerge in that conversation. But the thing is. He walked into a situation where he stayed four years in Atlanta because he won. He won. He played in the Super Bowl. He participated in the Super Bowl. <laughs> What's wrong? Why are you laughing? At me? Participated in the Super if Bowl. If you lose the Super Bowl, that's all it was. <laughs> Believe me, trust me. I got guys mad at me to this day, looking at me like I took the Super Bowl. You know, <laughs> I didn't take it. My team took it. But anyway, just uh, you know, and, and here we are, seven games. Talking about the love for 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 Dan Quinn, and uh, you know you're you're a co- you're a coach uh, McCarthy guy, and and I and I was until like he said when he gave that thing to Kellum like that that hurt me. Mm-hmm. I'm like no 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 you know, but yes yes yes. I mean he puts his hands on this team, and for him to go out and get a Dan Quinn and. Whether the Joneses came to him, Mr. Jones and his family came to him, or whether he met with Dan Quinn himself and say, man, we finna cater to you. And whether they believed it coming into this season after Tampa Bay, I think they believed it, and they've played to it ever since. Now, we get that going. It's nobody in the NFC. The only team that's got an easier record than us 
is the Eagles. That's why I don't think we'll catch the Eagles. But the next easiest record is ours. Schedule. Yeah, schedule. Yeah. Yes. We, if, if we don't win 11 games, then I'm I'm going to be beating the drums worse than you are. And, and I think I think eleven I think eleven wins is more than doable. You got six right now, and again, you play team like the Bears, you play team like the Jacksonville Jaguars, who, who aren't again. You you got to beat these teams, right? Right. But you look at the schedule, you go there's there's a bunch of winnable games. You got the Washington right. Commanders again. That takes you to nine. Uh, who else we got in there? I'm, I'm not even. I only have the schedule. We got in front Frank of me. Wright in his team. The we Colts. got we got the Colts. That's yeah. that's ten. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, and, you know, and, and yeah. you know, and maybe you split with the Eagles and Giants or whatever. It may, you know, you, with the Eagles and beat the Giants right, again. Right. That's eleven. That's twelve. So I mean, there's a possibility to go to go get eleven wins. Absolutely. You got Minnesota in there. Uh, Jacksonville. I mean, Jacksonville. You, you got a, you got a couple chances to get there. I, I just look around. This is who we have left. We have the Bears, the Packers, Vikings, Giants. And we are at the, – the Bears are here. We go to Green Bay. We go to, to the Vikings. New York comes here. The Colts come here. The Texans come here. Oh, yeah. We go to wins. Jacksonville. Yeah, you don't want to say no. That's 11. Yeah. That's 11. That's 11 in there. And, then, and then we got – see, the dog fights, it's the dog fight going to start with Jacksonville because they're going to be hyped to play us. And, and then you, you go – you know, then the Eagles come to us, and then you go to the Titans. That, but it, the Titans ain't never failed, bro. Late in the season, that big dog they got gonna be running, mm-hmm. and we're gonna find out. By then, Hankinson should be entrenched. Yeah, if he's absolutely. gonna be anything. Well, we'll see. Uh, it's gonna be interesting. I do think that Dan Quinn. Uh, the way he's done this defense last year, led the mm-hmm. league in turnovers this year. He'll probably lead the league. He has right now. He has two players right now. Even if they don't give Dak the sack, that Chris Beam did a great job putting that video out. Good job, Chris right. Beam. Even if they don't give uh, uh, Micah Parsons the sack, Micah has seven. Uh, Doris Armstrong has six. Those two guys are in the top ten in sacks in the National Football League. Yes. So, you know, again, last year turnovers. This year he'll probably lead the league in sacks. Right. I doubt that he's another. I doubt that he's a defensive coordinator for another year when there'll be multiple jobs that open up. Cowboys got twenty nine sacks mm. total, mm. and counting. Yeah, so that should put them in the top five in sacks and counting. Yes, so, and uh, ints man, ints they got seven. Not many. That's seven though. That's a lot. Yeah, but yeah, not that, many. That, yeah. I mean they had. I mean when we saw a guy had eleven, right. 10, 11. He had seven yeah. last year, like yeah. in five weeks. But uh, yeah. all right, that's it for us, man. Uh, tomorrow we got Bears. Defense, Cowboys offense, yes? Yes. Yes, Cowboys offense, Bears defense. Is that right, Chris? Correct. All right, Bears defense, Cowboys offense. Hopefully our boy Kurt uh, will be here tomorrow. Again, the big news, Cowboys trade for Jonathan Hankins, big defensive tackle from the Las Vegas Raiders. He is now a Cowboy. And things just got a little bit interesting with the Dallas Cowboys and their road to the Super Bowl uh, in Arizona this year. Freaky Mike, I'm the only one riding with you. No, he's not. I'm, come on now. Freaky you know Mike, my I'm guy. telling you, man. That's I'm Nate Newman. Like, I am Jesse Holly. Freak, freak don't let me down. We are out of here, man. See you guys tomorrow. Don't let tomorrow. me down, Freak. We out. Freak, don't let me down. Don't let me down. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys?